You ready? Yeah. What are you doing? Looking for eyeshadow? What's the point? It's a goddamn podcast. You gotta spit that dog shit out of your lip. It's gonna sound like you've had a stroke. I'll be fine. <sighs> you should put your phone down so it's you're not checking your Twitter while we're doing this. Just be a little more professional and focused. What's the matter with you? How many followers do you have on Twiddler? Are you, uh, is this recording already? Oh, we're, this, this is happening. Hey. Oh. <coughs> hey, this is uh, Jason Rousen. <laughs> Jason, hey. <laughs> Radio Raheem. Welcome <laughs> to the <laughs> Safe Word Podcast. Uh, my guest, uh, Giannis Pappas. Safe word, huh? Yeah. So this is a mainstream podcast. Do you have a safe word? This is a mainstream, huh? When you got a transvestite prostitute, like, curb stomp in your nutsack, do you, do you have a word? Yeah. Get off? No. Uncle Joe? The word is Jason Rouse. And she goes, oh, I know him. <laughs> I'm a fan of his comedy. What kind of comedy? Your comedy? What is it? What do you What do you got for me? Um, On my don't give a shit list. What would it do? Slouching towards Gomorrah is what I would call. Is that anything to do with Sodom? Yeah. Slouching towards Gomorrah. Gomorrah is was it some sort of a Greek no philosophy in the Bible. Oh Gomorrah. God, was here we go again. Was where all the uh, the sins and all that shit happened. And Robert Bork, who was a conservative judge in America, wrote a book called Slouching Towards Gomorrah. And I think that should be uh, when you die in a few years. That should be your autobiography. What I mean, you your biography. I'll write it called Slouching Towards Gomorrah. What does the word Gomorrah mean? Gomorrah was a city. You fucking Canadian idiot. Okay, so there was a city full of degenerates. Yes, Gomorrah. Yeah, you know what it's called and now? God bombed them. Vegas. Vegas. It's called Vegas now. It's got an now. E in it, you Canuck. Vegas? Hey? Why do they call them the Toronto Blue Jays? Shouldn't they just be the Toronto a Blue A's? <laughs> <laughs> you like Vegas. You go to Canada. I like Canada. Everyone's nice up there. You know you got to put the microphone near your mouth. Uh, Look like you're trying to fight off a customer. Everyone can hear me. Look, you can check the levels right here. You see, it's nice. Mm -hmm. Nice. But we went for a nice walk around Brooklyn. Oh, we did, yeah. <laughs> we did. You took some nice pictures. Took some photos. You took some photos. But you grew up in this neighborhood. Oh, yeah. This is a great interview. <laughs> <laughs> is, this is this your talk show on my couch? All right, what do you do? What do you mean I'm a cunt? This is what we do. We're called ball breakers. I'm a, I'm a New Yorker. Are like you ball comic? Break. Huh? You know I'm one of the biggest. Oh, yeah. Ball breakers. Oh, yeah. When it comes to talking about banging up, ringing out your mom's <laughs> cunt. Uh, how you doing? My name's Jason Rouse. Do I really sound like that? Yeah. Balls in, balls out. Have your listeners. Have wow. your listeners uh, judge if that was a good impersonation. Hi, everybody. It's Jason. I'm sure they'll get right back to you. Uh, you know my listeners can't read. Yeah. How are they going to write a letter? They're not going to be able to. Yeah, you, I'm from, I'm wait, from you, New York. Yeah, You're from New York, but yeah. you have your fan base is what? The my elderly? <laughs> what do you do? I don't have one, man. I'm trying to get on your podcast. Well, you do you do shows and I people do shows. show up. Yeah, I'm a comedian. Nice to meet you. That's you do comedy? Yeah. When? That's what they... <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> I thought you were working at Joey's Slovlaki Hut. Um, Part-time. Yeah, I'm at the Slovlaki Hut. <laughs> <laughs> Part-time. Me and Manolis, we're a, uh, we're a Greek comedy duo. Manolis Zantanos. Tim Nasiopoulos, yeah. Angelo Zaroukis. Yeah, we're all together. It's called Oceans Who Gives a Fuck. It's called, uh, yeah, it's called Greeks. It's called the Greek Pyramid. You guys I'm love each other, don't you? It's sickening. We like each other like you like you cutters like each other, you know? 
Everyone has your group. Do you want to explain the cutters? Self-harmers. So you think... Your fan base. You think a lot of my fans cut themselves? Absolutely. While they listen to your comedy and cry and, cry and laugh at the same time. So you, let's, let's break it down. Did you ever cut yourself? No, I was never into that shit. You never were? No. I've had people cut me. <laughs> Do you need a girl to cut herself for you to get hard? <laughs> <laughs> you told me you wouldn't bring this up. <laughs> yes. All right. No. No, no, no. I don't like it. When I see cigarette burns on the arm, actually, that's not true. Yeah, I do. Yeah. You're right. Let's be. Honest I mean, there. let's be honest. Let's say what honestly, legitimately. Yeah, but all your twenty percent of your fans. See, I wear all my perversions on my sleeve. You're like, see, you belittling my lifestyle makes you feel great because you're the biggest closet scumbag. I don't have to belittle you, belittle your lifestyle. You're jealous. Your lifetime. Because I have I walk around with You worship no, a goat. No sense of of guilt. You worship a goat. I, I own it. You worship a, what my people you. eat for 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 holidays. Goats. No, I've never Jamaicans a goat. Jamaicans eat your god. Did you ever think about that? I've had curry goat. Yeah. Do you like it? You've eaten your My God? Your God? I'm God. Yeah. Do you how much are you do you worship let's talk about sadism. <laughs> <laughs> so I worship nothing. Wait, so but you worship the devil. Oh God, I am the devil. <laughs> I know that. <laughs> <laughs> and anybody who's met me, yeah. No, I'm not into being Greek. You know, I wear mine on my sleeve too. Why? Just because I'm not tatted up and I got big holes in my ears, I'm not wearing it on mine. You act like I'm this conservative, suited up person. Yeah, I think you're a little square. Oh, am I a little square? I think you're a little square, so? Giannis. Is that because I don't? Why am I a little square? <laughs> I think you always had the potential. You're, you're pulling a, uh, uh, what's his name, that used to have his uh, own show uh, from... Uh, anyone Dennis Miller. Anyone compared to you is square. That's true. Yeah, so that's why I appear square. But I don't hang out with people in the comedy community that much. You hang out at biker bars. I hang out where there's fun. Yeah. With interesting people. Oh, that's a lot of fun Not a bunch there. of nerds stumbling around, banging their heads into each other and talking about how they can't get fucked. You want to know where I My hang out? My balls are empty. You know where I hang out? My balls are empty. You want to know where I hang out? We're at church. Home. Because I'm oh, yeah. 40. Are you? <laughs> yeah, I'm over. I'm done. What do you... Why? Because I'm 40, man. What does that mean? It means I'm too tired. I know. You're just lazy. Uh, you're just holding you're on. You're perpetually lazy. Look, you're 35. I'm 68. <laughs> I'm 40. It's my birthday coming up. You're 40, right? I'll be 44. Oh. Take back a few years. I like I like your style. <laughs> but I don't feel 44. I think I've known you since you were 44. So how old are you now? <laughs> well, let's talk a little bit about that. Let's talk. Come we right. uh, We went to school. This is going to be your most listened to podcast, by the way. I doubt it. Oh, it will be. I doubt it. I go on. I am the most coveted podcast podcast guest <laughs> when I can pronounce podcast. <laughs> so we went to school together. Kind of. Yeah. For a brief time. Mm -hmm. I was involved in a uh, school in Canada. We went to Humber together. We went to Humber. You went to the New York program, which capsized shortly after it was done. And we're the only two people who... Ha no, there's a few people in Canada that had careers after that. There's a few. There's a handful. Uh, Deborah G. Giovanni. Yeah, funny girl. class, mm -hmm. and uh, a handful of other people. Did She She had a Showtime special, I think. I think hour. she did, yeah. Is she in the States or no? Yeah. Yeah, yeah she lives in West Hollywood. Oh. I've run into her from time to time. Okay. And what, who are your crew? Who's going on to? Didn't no. you have somebody who was a writer? Mark, uh, Matt Pearl had uh, had a little bit of a. Yeah, he still does. Yeah, he's a writer. 
You know, he was on, he wrote for Best Week Ever and um, no performers, no stand-ups. No, I'm the only one. And you were gonna quit. I remember that day you called me crying. <laughs> yeah, I had Road a couple man. years. I had a couple years where I. Uh, it took a couple years to get back into it. Yeah. What was your disconcern with this? I got thing? shot with a gun, and I needed to go walk the life like the Buddha and find out what this world was all about. That was after you got shot? Yeah, it was after I got you shot. I got shot in 2001. I remember that. Yeah, and then I took uh yeah. Yeah, you up. knew me there. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you knew me before that. That's yeah. right. Yeah, it was when I first started. It was right after Humber, 2001. Mm-hmm. I remember when you said it we was We ended in, yeah, Andrew, uh, Humber was 2000 to 2001, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. That's right. So yeah. It was it was that summer in yeah. May, right after Humber ended, and I just start formed that sketch group that I had, which was which I formed at Humber, which was me, Matt Pearl, who was a producer at Best, ended up becoming a bru- producer at Best Week Ever. He was my writing partner, Dan Fleming, who was very funny, who used to be in the Burt Fershners. They had a pilot at Comedy Central, and uh, he was he was real funny. You remember Dan, kind of balding guy? Yes. Yeah, Brian yeah, yeah, yeah. Brian Hobson, also very funny guy. He's still doing like uh, acting and stuff, so he's still doing it. He's not doing stand up though. We shot a pilot for a commercial or something, didn't we? That yeah, was in the with my sketch group. Yeah, with Carla. That's right. That guy who played the bunny, he ended up dying. He died. Of what? He was an art director. He Jesse's friend, uh-huh. and uh, he was a uh, art director at an advertising agency. He had a uh, faulty valve. He died with Jesse, just the two of them. They were hanging out in his living room. He was eating like a stew. And uh, he had an artery tour. He, he, no, it, like he had a flap. I can't remember what it's called. Okay. Where he had like this flap that would close, and uh, he had a heart attack right in front of him. Fuck! Just he died right in front of him. That's heavy. That's real heavy. Especially when you, uh, you know, Je- Jesse's unaffected by it though. He's just kind of one of those guys. He's like, yeah. That's what that's what happens. Yeah. Have you seen people die in front of you? I've never seen someone die in front of me. I've seen I've dying. It. I've seen dying people. Have you ever had somebody kind of lose consciousness when you're inside of them? <laughs> no. Um, Have you ever had that happen for real? Mm-hmm. For real? Yeah. You keep going, or? <laughs> <laughs> hey, as long as the hole cries, <laughs> I'm in. Did you really have that happen for real? Mm-hmm. Tell the story. Well, I was dating this girl. And uh, she likes to be uh, Roddy. Tell the true story. I'm curious. I think you listeners want to hear. She had a tattoo hear. of a, a zipper I think your listeners, your li- li- the listeners and the law want to hear this. I was in over my head. She was uh, a little too much for me. She passed out. She passed out. She's strangling her, strangling her with a phone cord. And uh, and I, I'm just getting ready to go in. Yeah. And it was one of those... Are you st- are you telling the truth now? <laughs> 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 You're not telling the truth. This has turned into uh, what's the true story? Dr. Did she did she pass out? She passed out. I had to uh. slap her across the face, and she woke up. Well, I slapped her across the face anyway, and told her she fell. Because <laughs> we were we were fighting a lot, uh. and when she went under, I I gave her a couple. Now of you date a lot of square girls. Why is that? It's balance. Yeah, you love those square girls. I did a variety. I'm being sarcastic. Wait, I've dated some corporate-type women. Have you? What do you do? I date some pretty square girls. Yeah, but what about those those fucking hog rolls on the side? <laughs> I got no side. Nothing. No, I know. Yeah, I never have any girls on the side. <laughs> <laughs> what about street pigs? There's no street pigs. <laughs> 
Oh, pigs. Come on, interview me. You're doing great. Huh? You're doing great. Interview well, I'm me. I'm glad we did this. Yeah. Did you plan out a bunch of questions? Oh, yeah. I gotta, I've been researching your family tree. How great is this, comedians? We all have podcasts, and basically yeah. we just record f- conversations with each other. Yeah. People but but we are funnier than everybody else, so it is entertaining. That's true. Yeah. What, are you going to do some housewife podcast? <laughs> She's cleaning the toilet while her husband's fingering her? <laughs> yeah, it'd be pretty entertaining, actually. Pretty entertaining. How long have you had this podcast for? Since the 80s. Since the 80s? Yeah. That was about when you started, no? Yeah, I started in 81. How long have you been doing comedy now? 68 or years. Or whatever you call it. I do, uh, it's kind of like, uh, it's comedy. Shock therapy. Shock therapy, that's mm-hmm. a good t- show title. Yeah. I remember you used to, uh, do you still run around naked in the audience? That I was some I of the hardest I've laughed was in uh, Ajax. Oh when yeah. I, I went with you and um, Dylan. That's right. To yeah, the yeah, Yuck yeah. Yucks <laughs> in Hamilton. <laughs> and you used to come out naked. I really, I laugh. And then we, there was another guy there. He's a comic, been around for a while. White guy, surprise, it's Canada. He was uh, tall, and uh, I can't remember his name. Younger or Not Wallach. Not Wallach. F- was Wallach still? Wafik? Wafik. Is he still doing Yeah, stand? Egyptian guy? Yeah. Yeah, Wafik, yeah. With the awesome eye? Yeah. But it wasn't him. That was another time. This was another guy, and I can't remember his name. He'd been doing comedy for a while. Kind of a square kind of guy. Dylan, Dylan. Not Dylan. Not Dylan. Not Dylan. Some other guy. But you came over. And me and him were in the back just cracking up. Yeah. And you were running around the, uh, you'd run around the. Going bananas. Saying you dropped a, you dropped something. Yeah. Like drop the drawbreaker or something. People would panic and try and go for the doors. I'd yeah. chase people out in the parking lot in the winter <laughs> naked. <laughs> Mississauga. It was fun. A family ran out the door out of the club. But you weren't only naked, you would tuck. Not uh, not near the end. Sometimes was, you just let it yeah, go? Yeah, it was just like, you know, you're come on. You're naked. It's, we're going to do this right. Yeah. <laughs> Get the old leather face out. Yeah. Now, you've traveled the world so much. I have. What do you I'm slowing down though. Yeah. Only, uh, there's only maybe about. I would still want to go to Poland and Germany. What's your home? What do you like the best? You lived in S- Sweden for a while. <sighs> I like Sweden a lot. You know, I don't know. I really enjoyed Iceland. It was beautiful. That place was fantastic. How about Norway's got a death metal scene for you to fit right in? Yeah, Norway's. Uh, I prefer Sweden over Norway. Where do they worship the goat the most? I don't know. I don't hang out with goat worshippers. I thought you were a devil worshipper. No. I don't worship anything. It's all an act, isn't it? You're an act. You you're you like Jesus, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was fucking myself in the ass with a crucifix <laughs> with a handheld makeup mirror. Going, is this how you find God? You're pretty normal outside. You do yoga. I do yoga. You helped me talk about the uh, aesthetic in my room before. Yep, about your uh, throw rug from Ikea. Yeah. I could probably get more expensive than uh, Ikea. You I can do whatever you want. Get something nicer. I'm giving you a place to start from. I appreciate it. have a fucking unicorn skin thrown down here. I don't give a fuck. But actually, your advice was pretty good. You, just, like, you, you know, too mu- you don't want to make it too cold in here. I'm uh, very underestimated. Yeah, you're you're a good interior designer. I do that. Have you ever hooked up with a guy? No. <laughs> because the way you were talking about the rugs before, it made me suspicious that maybe you have. Well, it was weird that you were kind of looking for your keys in my front pocket. <laughs> well, I'm trying to tell you about the paintings in here. 
That's kind of queer. <laughs> well, no, not. Are you sure they're not, not here? I'm trying to hang a painting here, <laughs> and you're rifling through a hole in my pocket. Not where I come from. Looking that's for not daddy's queer. hairy onion. <laughs> uh. That's not what we call queer in Greece. I'm a Greek man. Yeah, I know you do. That's why I don't even yawn around you. Because <laughs> you're gross. You and your kind. You like trannies? No. I know some trannies. Have you ever hooked up with one? Come on. Maybe in Holland. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I look at them as women. They're third gendered. Third gendered. I just, I don't know. I'm a little. You don't old like bashing. a hog? No, I don't want to have it weapons pulled out and go, <laughs> you know what? Uh, maybe I'll take my slingshot and go home. <laughs> You've hooked up with one, though. You try stuff. I'm <laughs> jealous. How was it? This. It was a weird family reunion that year. You know? <laughs> we all like to drink as toddlers. Do any of them want to hook up with you? You ever get hit? I've on been market? hit on by fags. Sure. Come on, not. I'm not talking about guys. I'm talking about. Tr- they're not uh, transvestites. Tra- no, transgendered. Transgendered yeah, people. They're not. No. I usually get like the dude that's, you know, gonna commit suicide anyway. Oh, Manolas. <laughs> Her. <laughs> He's the only guy I know that's got a gut and scoliosis. Have have uh, you should have you ever posted the one times th- two times three times a Larry uh, video we did? Yeah, that was really funny. It was funny. Yeah, Manolas had no lines in it. To the I people listening on. to this, you should go watch once, twice, three times a Larry. It's a little short we did with Jason that was really funny. And the uh, bathtub, the bathtub video, which was hilarious. But you're Just doing, weird. you went from ditch. To what? Then you start doing characters. Yeah, well, with, you know, me and Jesse shot those. Is that out of frustration? Because I remember no. you, the stand-up thing, you were starting to do some stand-up a little more, and then... I was doing a lot of stand-up at the time. I um, The um, the characters I created in my stand-up, so I would, like, slip into them, you know? I'd be like, hey, I got this crazy Greek uncle. I just made up that he was my uncle just to, to sort of build who he was, and I did the same thing with her. That was loosely based on your uncle. No. Penos. No. You just pulled in through some Greek yeah. stereotypes. He's very, you know, you you know Greeks. He's like the he's like the stereotypical. There's a lot of truth in who he is, Mr. Panos. Um, but he's exaggerated, you know, but he sort of represents all the foibles of Greek culture. You know, the small-mindedness, the ethnocentrism, the little bit of racism, conspiracy yeah. theories. And, and you must have some backlashes from that. Oh, yeah. You get, you get like I've had death threats from that. Yeah, straight from, up from death threats from Greeks. From Greeks, yeah. Isn't it wild, huh? Yeah, they get mad. They get really mad over comedy. It's hilarious. It's really hilarious. Well, I'm sure the dialogue that comes back, you you got to laugh. This is part of what you're talking about as the character. Exactly. It's really funny. I'm like, you guys are not seeing. Isn't that wild? You are falling yeah. for this because you are this. Yeah. I love it. I love. I repost that. it. Yeah, I, I never love do it. anything that's positive. But if I get, I've only in the last maybe year or so, I've only had maybe. A half a dozen direct messages of fuck you, die kind of things. Yeah. And this one lady had sent this thing that said, you're terrible and how you're homophobic and racist and all this other things. And then I, I had to, the, the amount of effort and specifics she was trying to hit all these hotkeys yeah. as far as to, to bookend me in this degenerate thing. And uh, I love it. Yeah, it's just amazing when people uh, pay that much attention to comedy. I'm flattered. Yeah, it's like, hey, I'm doing something right if I'm you're getting all upset. flattered. Yeah, because we're not the ones out there. We're not the ones out there causing problems. 
No. We're making jokes. That's what we do. We make jokes. That's it. They're jokes. If you don't like them, it's either for a good Fuck reason. off. It's either because you're fucked and something's wrong with you and you're supposed to get angry at it. And that means it's doing a good job of, of agitating you or waking you up to things that uh, you're not unenlightened about or frustrating you for the right reasons because you're unenlightened or it's because you don't like it. It's not your taste, which is fine. Move on. Move on. It's not a big deal. Yeah. It's just words. I mean, it's Comedy's just words. like any dial radio station. Just go to the next go channel. Ahead. It's not for you, Stop man. Stop it. Yeah. If you have the time to obsess and, and villainize a comedian or somebody somebody said on the umbrella of comedy, you need to have some self-reflection and, and prioritize what what the fuck. A- absolutely. Stay out of my yard. We're causing no harm. We cause yeah. relief. You may not find it funny, but other people do. Yeah. And that's just all there is to it. And if you're spending all this time fucking sending death threats to comedians, like you said, you really need to look at your own life. <laughs> and it doesn't it, isn't it kind of like the the the, the paradox it, maybe I'm using that word incorrectly. But Probably the, are. The paradox of... I haven't heard the sentence yet, but I'll, I'll put my money on you are. Of the internet, which is this endless amount of information, mm. and yet the 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 attitude towards people in comedy over the last maybe 10 years has been so politically correct with none of this. They're not looking at the information they have access to to, to build their argument. It's just like, I heard you say that. Yeah. And that's the end of it that's for them. That's it, yeah. They, they don't want to hear anything. No. You're just that person. Yeah, and they want to feel powerful and their voice heard and important, so they, you know. Yeah, but they're, they freedom, they're preaching freedom of speech, but yeah. you just can't say this and this and this. Most of all, they want attention. Yeah. Most of all, the negative comments are always probably to get attention. Probably wouldn't be trying comedy themselves. Yeah, probably. Cases. Frustrating. Probably pr- yeah. Closet it's comics. It's pretty pathetic, to be honest mm. with you. It's a pathetic thing to watch. Like, uh... Yeah. What's some of the more PC places that you've run into in the U.S.? As far as clubs or? Yeah. Clubs. Uh, you know what? But it's, I can't think of a place that really. Did you have a situation you? where, you know, like you said with the Internet comments and stuff where people have come up, told the manager, you know, even after a good show. Oh, yeah. I've had that happen. Yeah. I've had that. Especially. Oh, well, now you got me thinking. It's universities, really yeah. college gigs. Where uh, they always complain. I had a, there was a protest after a show me and Nate did. What? Yeah, and um, I understand they didn't Nate, even know. but why you? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> it was me. Um, I don't know. I, I think I called some girl Marisol. She happened to be Latin, and I referred to her as Marisol, which is a Latin name. And Marisol. Marisol. Okay. And uh, it could have been about that or about a Jesus joke. I told. I did tell a Jesus joke at um, Seton Hall. Law school. I was doing a gig there, and uh, which is a used to be a Catholic school or whatever, and um, they they freaked out about it. Uh, you know, it's just you know, it's retarded. Isn't yeah, it? the schools are the most PC places. Yeah, they're they're just not fun to perform for. And again, they have they grew up with, um, with the internet. Yeah, they grew yes. up with the internet, and our g- this generation is so coddled. They're so. It, we're living in this period of extended youth where people are growing up so much later. Like, you know, when my dad was going to school, or like our parents were going to school that generation, like it, not everyone went to school to continue this, you know, I'm just like going to school. People got jobs. By the time they were 24, they had fucking kids. Houses. Like, but yeah, by the time you were 40, you Can were you grandfather. Can you imagine being in your 20s? Like my grandfather built his 
home in his 20s, early 20s. Yeah. You know, five, six kids before he was 30, you know. My dad fought in a war by the before he was 30. Yeah. He was in a war, you know, came back. And, uh, yeah, now now people are, you know, it's like, you know, having kids and they're 30. They're, they're just they're acting like kids and they are kids for longer. So kids who haven't experienced any real pain or had any real responsibilities, to be honest with you, don't really need comedy because life is so yes. has gotten so good. Yes. Things have gotten so good. They haven't, you know, they haven't I- experienced any pain. They don't need the relief. Is this the age of decadence, like what the Greeks went through, where they're throwing up and eating because they... Not decadence, more comfort. It's similar to, like, those ancient civilizations when they got comfortable before they fell. Like, we're not number no. one in the world, you know? No. The United States is not number one in the world in a lot of things that we used to be in education. I don't you think know. you're number 30 in the world. We're number one in a lot of things, but in education, we're not. Um... And a lot of achievements were not. But that's been going on for 30-plus years. It's Education, health. Yeah, it's all sliding down. And um, and it's comfort. It's just uh, comfort corrupts. You know, it mm-hmm. just comfort corrupts. And kids are just way too comfortable. There's Everything's too plentiful, video games. Everything's just too easy. So they grow up later. So that's why they don't really appreciate comedy as much until they get older, you know, after they've experienced. Because comedy is really just like you need to, like, experience some pain the reality of life to want to really appreciate and need comedy what about mandatory mandatory uh, a year in the military yeah nobody does that anymore either isn't that greek you have to do that of course you gotta do that in greece i think more than, more than a year most countries yeah. canada do you or no no yeah no you get to go kayaking for six months <laughs> with your grandfather <laughs> no there's none of that but i i you know i think that's a great idea to get some sort of learn how to live in a harsh situation and well gain some absolutely discipline and well maybe if not yeah if not the military which i can understand why people wouldn't want to go into and with technology now you don't we don't really need that much of a standing army like we did um with all the drones and shit we got now but um if not that because that you know that's rough i think it should be mandatory i've always thought it should be mandatory that every kid has to do like a year before he's 30. At some point, a year of social service. Mm-hmm. That's what I feel like. I did social service for five years. Did you like work in soup kitchens and stuff? I worked uh, at a s- SRO, which is a single room occupancy for formerly homeless people, like housing for people who are homeless. It's good for your soul. And it's just, but it's, it's good for your soul, but it's good so it makes you understand um, life. It makes you understand pain it gives you gives you perspective and it gives you empathy and and, and it makes Empathy's you a full-rounded key. person yeah an enlightened per- it's a ju- less judgmental you know because a lot of these people don't have families they don't have the advantages they slip through the cracks you know there's been plenty of times most of us um who've had mo- we've had moments where we could have if we didn't have friends or family to help out we would have just fucking yeah faded away a- ended up in a homeless shelter yeah, yeah. I, I've been, I remember one time there was one time I was so broke. I mean, again, yeah, I was doing comedy and everything, but it was like, I had, n- I had, n- my mom was in Greece. I remember I was in my twenties. My mom was in Greece. This when I before I knew you. No, this is why you knew me. Oh. My mom was in Greece. Yeah, I was in my twenties. I had no money, and I didn't know how I was gonna eat dinner. I had to call her from Greece and get her like credit card information to order Chinese. Yeah. I remember that night. It's brutal, dude. And it was like you know, 
And if I didn't have parents or something like that, and you know, and then a little bit of mental people, a lot of these people have mental illnesses sure. that prevent them from, you know, becoming productive. successful. Yeah. yeah, and America's a cold place too. You know, it's not like other countries where there's all these benefits and stuff for people. It's a very doggy dog society. But it just makes you more of an empathetic, well-rounded human being. And I think socially, and it's a good thing for society. For I think if kids did a year of social service while they're in college in whatever field, help the homeless or something else, I- it would benefit everybody. That's what I think. Yeah. <laughs> I have a this is hilarious. No, it's, uh, I think as you were talking, though, it's like I have a, a niece who's very... Uh, like it's uh, like your brother, sword. right? It's uh. like your brother is always talking to theories and stuff yeah. like that. Stop, you know, it'd be great if somebody like that, instead of sitting in front of a computer, was out. With a sign on the picketing or something. Yeah, you do know, do get do involved, get your hands dirty. Do something. Or go help some people. From the comfort of your armchair, yeah. pointing out indiju- injustice in yeah. the world is, is a very coward. Who gives a fuck? Cause you, I don't yeah, know go do something. I don't, yeah, go yeah. help out. Yeah, there's no, uh, there's no um, value in what you're saying. Yeah. That's what it is. You're just really indirectly holding a mirror up to something and pointing at it. There's very rarely value in what you're saying if you're not doing anything. Mm-hmm. You know, you could anyone can make a noise, but what are you doing? For me, I don't do much anymore, but I feel like I did my time. I did five years of that, five full years, and um, yeah. So like when you know Ted Alexandro, who's a great guy, is out there marching for justice and stuff like that, I'm like, that's great. I'm not doing it anymore. I did my time. <laughs> yeah. I did five years of helping people. And it was great. It was great while it lasted. Well, you get to hear some stories, too. I experienced crazy stuff, man. I experienced some of the stuff. I've been in psych wards. What that was the worst experience. Being in psych ward, Kings County Hospital. How hot were the girls? The girls were hot. <laughs> were they hot? No. They no. Were, no. None, yeah, of them were, none of them were bangable dude, in the mental hospital. Think about this. The psych ward... The emergency room psych Love ward it. in Kings County, Brooklyn, deep in Brooklyn. Yeah. Can you imagine? And the, what I, the things I saw, I don't think about it a lot, but like I, I saw people actively because it's just a madhouse there and they're just trying to control these people. Like I saw people being restrained and injected with sedatives. Yeah. Just I was there for about eight hours. I was with my client at the time who was. What we used to call being nine one one, and that was when they would have um, they trick them into the hospital. Psychotic episodes, and you'd have to nine one one them, and then nine one one means <coughs> you call an ambulance. They come, they restrain them, you go them. with them, yeah, bring them in, throw a coffee cup at your head. I had a coffee cup thrown at my head. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but the girls weren't hot. The girls were not hot. No, I don't remember seeing any hot you girls. Did you see? Because some of them don't wear underwear. They, they kick up a leg on a table. I remember seeing this kid. Oh no, who was there. Hold on, let me get my he cock He didn't out. speak. He was, like, crouching down, like, playing with food with his hands. He was going and stealing people's stuff, his food. And he was just cr- acting like an animal. I was there. Lost it. It was, it was a wild place. That was a wild place. I went there once. I t- the other place I would go w- is in uh, Carroll Gardens. It's a little nicer. Kings County is the worst of the worst. I mean, just crazy. Shutter Island? Just crazy, yeah. Just crazy. And, uh, you know, it makes you realize that it would be nicer in America if those things were a little better funded. But, you know, we spend all our money on wars. That's where our tax dollars go to. Priorities. Yeah. We do all that so all the rest of these countries can enjoy the oil. (laughs) 
and pretend like <laughs> pretend like they don't. That's what I love most about it. It's like, yeah, we're always the bad guy, but fucking Canada, all of Europe, they're all benefiting from what we do. Ooh, America loves being the bad guy. Yeah, we're the. They're we're just being talked about. Everyone's like, uh, but you know what? We're just the face of it. We're we're all there. We're all, all the Western world is there in the Middle East and oh, definitely getting that oil. Anybody that shares a or landlocked, they have to. Yeah, NATO, all NATO, they're all involved. But you do so a lot of we take all the we take all the. Well, America, America's bad, but uh, you know, all those countries are right there with us, including Canada. Have you run into problems with some of your political views, reflecting on your television job? No, I haven't. I have not. I have not. I had to get my tweets cleaned out when I got my job at Fusion. Somebody had to go through all your they tweets? They went through all my tweets when we launched because it was a big launch. We were owned by ABC and Univision, two huge companies, and the launch of it was the launch of a huge network. How many did they pull? They went all the way back, and uh, not too many, maybe about 20. Over three years? A couple of years, yeah. They went through them all. Isn't it retarded? Yeah. Cover the paper trail. But, you know, these, the, there was like a, you know, one thing I said, some blogger wrote something about. And um, so they, there was like a little bit of bad press for something I said. And then, and then they just, w- after that article, they went back and cleaned all my shit out. No big deal. They've hired people to go in your Twitter account. They did. To sift through it. Yeah. For hours. They did. And they, yeah. They, they cover their asses legally. They pulled that, yeah. That's why I put all my shit. Everything's public. Uh, they can't come after me. You're beyond the point of I'm beyond. Cleaning. You can't you be can't clean. clean. <laughs> you can't. There's no cleaning. There's no cleaning you. I love it. There's no cleaning I have you. no, I sleep perfectly. There's nothing you could do, yeah. Nothing. No. Babies covered in blood. There's nothing they could do. You're so far out there that th- it doesn't even seem out there. Yeah, they're <laughs> like, we, we need to block this. <laughs> we need to get this. Away from do. our offices. Yeah, they can't. Do, you can't. You can't be cleaned. They keep coming back. I'm yeah. uncleanable. Yeah, you're like I'm trying to think of something filthy. You're, yeah, I'm trying from to the think of something out. they can't clean. They just got to rip it down, burn <laughs> it down. <laughs> they got to burn it down. It's like an old abandoned building. Yeah, the plumbing's all right, but we got to burn this yeah. thing down. Yeah, there's no like cure. Freddy, Freddy Krueger. You're like herpes. There's no cure for you. I keep coming back. You keep coming back. <laughs> I'm the gift that keeps on giving. You're just there. You can't be cleaned. I. Boomer calls them love blisters. Yeah, he has it, right? Yeah, old Barnacle Bill. Yeah, Joe List has herpes too. I saw that on uh, Ari's podcast yeah. actually. Yeah, he's got. He was very open about it. Does he get it like full breakouts all over his face he and dick? No, just on his on his penis. Oh. And, uh, he just talked about how painful it was. Oh, he couldn't, he couldn't walk or anything. That's terrible. I am just so thankful I've never. Oh, with the amount of holes I've drilled, you've never got anything, huh? Oh, I you, you I got caught once. Clap. Yeah. That's nothing. Yeah, that's nothing. Cure that up with a couple of pills, sugar pills. Just a piece of s- slice of ginger up yeah. your asshole. <laughs> bang your head on the corner three <laughs> times and say abracadabra. And that's it. That's it. You're yeah. out. How often do you do this podcast? You release one a week? This isn't even recording. I We're just talking into mic. I just f- rigged this toaster up. Yeah. This is a good recorder. But how many do you do? One a week. Nice. I've been on hiatus, but we're back in the game. Do you get a lot of big stars like that? Like the FaceTime guy? Who do you get on? Johnny Jackass? Yeah. <laughs> Cletus? <laughs> I don't have big stars. How long has he been doing comedy? I don't know. 
six, seven years. No, he's been he's a vet. He's been doing it. Yeah, just because you stay hanging around doesn't mean you're doing it. Is he Canadian? Yeah. Nice. Canada always got good comedians. You've been to my hometown. Yo, he's from Hamilton? No. Oh. But uh, Hamilton. When was yeah. the last time you were there? Oh, man. Well, I've been up there. I visited you guys. I was with Manolis last time I was yeah, up there. You did absinthe last time or something. Oh, yeah, Manolis opened for me on those Greek shows. How was that? How many? Oh, my God, Manolis. The old people. Oh, well, Manolis. <laughs> oh, Manolis. He had some ladies yelling at him because he did some church show. Manolis. <laughs> <laughs> what? What happened? I can't remember specifically, but I told him not to do something, and he did it. Oh, he's, he, if you tell him, he'll go. He doesn't consciously. He heard you say it, and then he's supposed to mention it. Yeah. But, you know, Manolis did fine. and I, Manolis is one of my favorite people on the planet. He's a nice guy. I love Manolis. I love Manolis.com. Yeah. Check I, it Manolis out. Manolis is the greatest. I mean, he's a mess, but. 45. Yeah. <laughs> I'd yell at, we got into a fight once. I had him stand at my, I'm always housing you goddamn fucks. And he was, uh, I remember he was at my house. My girlfriend comes home. He's hammering out some chick. Yeah, drilling her. My girlfriend's like Manolis. Is I remember one. that. Yeah, I'm like Manolis. What the fuck, man? He doesn't. He doesn't have a grasp. I yelled at him. <laughs> 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 what the fuck are you what doing? What are you doing, man? I mean, come on. Well, he's not used to that environment. Yeah. Your ex was like a business professional. She was a she's nice not girl. running a whorehouse full of fucking exactly. degenerates. Like she's not coming home. Like you know, if I'm doing she the stayed there. Yeah, she lived there for how long? Did she? Did you know that she was coming? My girlfriend, no. Manolis's girl. Yeah, no. That was Manolis just showed up with her. I wasn't there. I was. Um, I was on the road. All right. So, so you Manolis gave up was at staying your place. there. Yeah, and I went on the road for the weekend or a day or a one night or something. Yeah. And Manolis was staying. Did he show up while you were there, or did he get? He was already there. Yeah, okay. he was there. He was there already. He was there already. And I left for like a, a weekend gig or something. He, you know, you stay for like a week and a half, or I don't remember, but it was no good. He knew it was no good. Yeah, yeah. He's an animal. Yeah. He, I gave him shit. It was doing university. I, mean, I don't think I mentioned to him like, hey, don't bring home any oars. Yeah. I just, just figured assumed. maybe he would, you know. Have some class. Have some class, and uh, boy, was I wrong. I was doing a university gig, he and I got him. He, I don't think he was even on working for Yuck Yucks yet, having him come open for me. Mm-hmm. And he's getting blowjobs from the staff at the university. I go, don't do this here. <laughs> You're getting sucked off in the handicap washroom yeah. with some pig that's signing my check. If this goes bad. Yeah, and your check's affected. Manolis. He's the great. He's a great guy, though. Great heart, great guy. I love Manolis and George Zantanos. George George doesn't like me. George, no, George does not like you. I'm allowed. You can't blame him. <laughs> it's all right. You got to really know you to like you. That's fine. <laughs> I don't want to know everyone. Yeah. If somebody sees you from the outside, you can't blame them. Look at you. <sighs> you look like a red flag walking down the street. <laughs> <laughs> you wear gold yeah, teeth. Yeah, but, but what? why is that? Because you're a sociopath and you dress different and you don't care. You have no hum- emotions. <laughs> you laugh. No, honestly, you've known me for 14 years, 15 years. Yeah, you're um, you're different, man. 
I mean, you shouldn't. You do a lot of that stuff. I do some different things. Yeah, you do some different things. But, but I'm not hurting anybody. Well, sometimes you are. Sometimes I sometimes am. Yeah. Do you have Snapchat? No. I do Sky Chats. Which I'm bringing them back. You shouldn't. I take it's got a seven second video. I put the phone right near the old mud hole, uh-huh. and then I just shoot logs out of the <laughs> toilet. And that I'm, Boomer's been saving them for o- almost two years now. So when you click on it, mm-hmm. it's going to be about six hundred dumps in a row on a loop. You just do it on Periscope or uh, on Sca- uh, Snapchat. Snapchat. Wonderful. I'm an artist. <laughs> <laughs> You can add me. Uh, now, why is that hilarious to you? Because it's so disgusting. Antisocial. Yeah, I love antisocial behavior. In because you're in a the psychopath or no? Of uh, of humor. Do you think you're a psychopath? Do you feel emotions? Do you feel empathy? Do you think of other people? Yeah, constantly. Do you? Mm-hmm. So maybe you're not a psychopath. But if you are a psychopath, I'm glad you're in comedy. You're not a CEO of a company. Do you think you can kill people, man? No. Do you fantasize about killing people? <laughs> Buddy, I call it an erection in the morning. <laughs> 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 oh, sometimes I can, when I have an ha- intensive Innocent dream. people or people who deserve it? What do you want to do? I don't know. What neighborhood are you in now? <laughs> no, if you had to choose, which one? Which one gives you more pleasure? Innocent? <laughs> <laughs> well, they're babies. I don't know if they're bad babies. Oh. <laughs> 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 uh, and that you takes kill me ba- back. You want to kill babies? Uh, you know, just wrestle them tired. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to have kids, aren't you? I don't know, man. I bet yeah. you you're pregnant. I think that's what you... By 2017. I'm not going to be pregnant. I look pregnant now. I know. I love that. Greek guys just get a gut. Gunt. When we cross 40, we just have a gut. Yeah, it's called giving up. Manolis <laughs> had a gut when he was 14. <laughs> <laughs> He's only known the guy who got a beer gut from root beer. Is he the only one who listens to this? No, there's people listen. Good. And my editor, you need to cut this shit out. Which one? All the stuff where you're talking. <laughs> <laughs> it's rude. You have an editor? Yeah. Huh? Mm-hmm. Well, we can cut around this. But I was glad that you've been hilarious. I get, I get the. Do an intro now to tell people that you do comedy. Oh, yeah, I do comedy. I've known Jason for a long time. <laughs> 15 days. I've known you since 2000. Yeah. 15 years. It's 2015. I've known you. I've known you for a long time. I've been up to Canada. You've been down here. You came up to England? England, Scandinavia. We met up. We were both there oh. crossing paths. Finland? Did we do Finland? No, I think Finland we were in it? Norway at the same time. Yeah, maybe we were in Finland at the yeah probably I don't earlier. Remember, yeah, I was in London when you were with that um with Renee. Oh, that's right. Yeah. She uh, ma- manages she, uh, she manages a strip club in Norway. Does she? Yeah. Uh, Blick. <laughs> I love how South Africans say Blick. Blick. He's Blick. Or colored, which was more they kind of like what? Yeah. Did they have a different yeah, measuring stick there? Yeah, they just are racist. You um. You're friends with her still, though, eh? No, no. She's uh. I uh, no, I saw her in Norway there, in Bergen, four or five years ago with her boyfriend. I have no ill will towards her. Yeah. We just mm. it just didn't work out. Yeah. It's on a string of relationships that have been, in the toilet. But uh, I'm too selfish, I think, to be involved with anybody. Probably, hell. 
And you travel a lot. Difficult. And you're a little selfish, yeah. It's I have to be. I have to be for what I do and the way I do it. And you like beaver. What are you going to do? You're a beaver hunter. I like, the, I like the company of women. Yeah. For a night or two. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think some of my best relationships have been the course of a weekend. That's great, man. That's really great. Hey, whatever floats your boat. What's the longest relationship you've been in? Six years on and off with Melanie. Six years? Yeah, Melanie. We're that still must good have friends. Been terrible. We're good friends. She's a lawyer, she's an attorney now. Got kids, and um, we're we're close friends. She's one of my closest friends, which is great. Okay. Yeah. And After then that, Amy was three. You remember Amy? Yeah. That was three years. Um, we don't talk that much, but when we do, it's very cordial, friendly now. Took mm-hmm. a while. We didn't speak for three years after that. Yeah. Um, then I was with my ex before for two and a half. And now I've been with my current girlfriend for a little over a year. Time flies. So How'd you meet her? I met her at a show. Ooh. Ooh. How do we meet people? Exactly. All through it's comedy. All show. It's all so comedy. I have no I've never met anyone. Life. I've ne- yeah, I've never Concerts. met anyone outside of comedy. I was talking about that with Hannibal when I was doing shows with Hannibal. He's like, he loves comedy. He was saying that it's kind of a negative thing. It's like, because it's a little limiting as far as like your experience in life. is like most of the, almost everyone you meet is somehow associated through comedy. L- L.A. even more so because you've got the extension of the business. Yeah, but it's either like you meet a person who was in the audience of your show or somebody in the business or... Somehow it's through the filter. Well, they're the attracted filter. to the same thing, and, s- yeah. and somewhere in the middle, somebody who likes to watch comedy and somebody who does comedy, there's there's automatically uh, there's not a lot of uh, bridging. Yeah. Out of that. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't met anyone outside of comedy. I don't even remember how long. Or TV or whatever the things I'm doing now. It's all the same. Well, it's hard when it's not like you're taking holidays. We don't. No, I took uh, one week. I did go to Mexico last year for a week. You need that. Yeah, my trip to Thailand was great. Boy, are my balls tired. Lady boys. You didn't have one lady boy out there? No, I was with Agnes. Oh. We went to Agnes. Yeah. Agnes. We went to Thailand, which I thought was a good trip. So you never hooked up with a tranny? No. Never wanted to? (laughs) You got any hot ones, friends? Hot trannies? Yeah. Not transvestites. There's a difference. You should know. What do you mean? You're into this alternative lifestyle. <laughs> you don't know the difference? <laughs> you got your cross-dressers? Yeah. Like Eddie Izzard's a cross-dresser, mm-hmm. but he's straight. Yeah. You have your transvestites who dress up like women, but they don't take hormones or believe that they're women, you know, uh, biologically, like, you know, in their mentally. And then transgendered or cut. They a lot of Dick, time, yeah. hormones. Yeah, that's post-op tr- transgender. Eyebrow thinning. They're women. Yeah, they're women. They shave down your hips and push your bag into your pussy. Women born into men's body, like my character. She's a pre-op transsexual, Marisa. Yeah, yeah. I'm like always fascinated by it because I believe. I believe. I know it's true that that, <laughs> you know, nature. That's just how it is. Some people come out as a spectrum and. You know, they're born wi- as men, but... Uh, yeah, just because you're the majority, it doesn't mean you're right. No. Why would someone do that? If they're <laughs> why, why Why? do you think all these, these world problems come so easily solved through stand-up comics? Because we tell the truth, and we tell it in a way that brings people together. 
laughter. We get to the commonality that we all have as humans is that we all have emotions and deep down we all want love. We want to be loved. We want to laugh. We want to have a good time. So I think I'm really going for the different demographic than that. Serial killers serial think killers I'm hilarious. Don't laugh. Yeah. They, that's not real. It's not I got genuine. an email from a cannibal from in France. Really? Yeah. What do you say? Not too much. He liked my stuff. <laughs> he's, yeah, he's actually a mortician now. Oh yeah. His name's Nickel Claus. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm sure. Yeah, he's like, oh, there's somebody out there for me. He's a good painter too. He's a good painter. Yeah, a lot of them have been. John Wayne Gacy was a good painter. Yeah. Hitler used to paint too. Yeah. Yeah. I like good painters. Yeah. <laughs> he was so he ate some people. Yeah. Wow. Isn't that neat? Yeah, that was cool. What did you write back to him? Hey, yeah. man, fan of your work as well? Yeah, I'd like to <laughs> maybe we could come by your place and have a sandwich sometime. <laughs> Is that the only one, or you've had other ones? Do criminals like your stuff, too? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's uh, there's an element of uh, rebellious behavior on stage. That I oh, think is that people that are is <laughs> that sounds like it was pulled from a New York Times article. <laughs> Jason Rouse, there's an element of uh, rebellious. rebellious <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I your I stuff, like it. your stuff's dark. You it's think so? Da- yeah, I think. What's I th- so dark about it? You don't think it's dark? Nah. You don't think it's a little dark? I think I revel in the idea of of this uncomfortable subject matter. It's dark. What's so dark? What's what's the dark one? The subjects. What isn't? Show, show me the one that isn't. How's everyone doing tonight? Yeah, that's about the opening. Th- the opening. <laughs> that's about <laughs> it. Yeah, that's about it. Yeah, I do. But I think we were talking about this earlier. You went, I think, I think as you got older, it got darker and darker. You were no, definitely uh, at the forefront of like jackass and all that. You were you were right there at that beginning when all that yeah, was happening. They were trying to. You were more silly and outrageous. And then I think as you got older, it, your humor got darker. Also a product of my environment, you know. I, I hang out with a lot of derelicts derelicts and, and dark people, you know. Yeah. I listen to music. It kind of reflects your perspective. Yeah, I guess a little bit. I mean, but uh, no, there's comics who like the same music you that aren't quite as dark. Most definitely. Yeah, I mean, a lot of them. They're called fucking nerds. No, there's a lot of heavy metal guys, you know. That aren't as dark as you. Even uh, I'm thinking of a bunch right now. I'm not a heavy metal guy. You like heavy metal. I do like heavy metal. Death metal. There's a lot of guys that listen to that. Uh, what do you listen to? Uh, you still playing your Billy Joel records, shoving your hairbrush up your ass? Who am I thinking of right now? Who Dude, the boss. He's had the heavy metal show for years. I'm just... Jim Florentine. Yeah. Florentine's into metal. He's into metal. There's it's a bunch. Steve Hughes. There's a bunch. Brian yeah. Posehn. Yeah. Steve Hughes is a huge metal guy, and his material Steve is not Hughes even is the nearly as dark as yours. I think Steve Hughes is the biggest metalhead. Yeah. Yeah. Plays and rocks. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. I mean, well, th- that has nothing to do with me. No, but I'm saying similar tastes oh and not so grim not so dark yeah your stuff is very very dark it's like a hate crime with a laugh track yeah it's all the way you can go it's as far as you can go it is yeah it is the darkest Mm mm-hmm it's dark it's and uh speaking of the darkest you can buy my uh uh, comedy album rotten at jasonrouse.com plug that away buy it Buy it. Bandcamp. Uh, it make it'll make a great coaster. It'll for be. Your, uh, you can buy a hard copy or a digital copy for six dollars. Nobody's buying cents. a hard copy. It's 2015. Listen, 
people like this shit. Okay, well then. Do you, you know. have a? Did you put a? You did a comedy. I'm Central. sitting on one. I did a comedy central, but Is it a half hour. Half hour, but I'm sitting on an album right now. I have it recorded. I just haven't put it out. I recorded it in Madison, Wisconsin, and I, maybe I will put it out. How long ago? Last year. And I've been sitting on it for a year. Yeah, I, I haven't I, gotten edited it. I recorded mine in April. I didn't put it out until Halloween. I mean, how much money do you make from an album? Yeah, that's the thing. It's not I'm about like that. It's like doing a podcast. Yeah, I know, but like, I just want to do an hour, you know, and just do a Louis C.K. style and just put it on your website and people can download it. Yeah, for yeah, five bucks. Yeah, yeah, I'll do that. But what are you gonna do? Well, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Well, you've been a high energy guest on the show. <laughs> You're slowly sliding into this. It looks like someone puked in the corner of a love seat. This is how I always said. Uh, I think this has been a great conversation. You think so? Absolutely. Well, then I should hit record and we'll try it from the top. <laughs> <laughs> how long have we been going? Fifteen hours. Oh my God, fifty-two minutes already. Yeah. Jesus Christ! Look how time flies. What do you need? What do I need? Who, who, who finds you? Oh, you want me to plug away? I don't want your fans to find me. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, my name has been Nola Zontanos. <laughs> my fans, uh, they might like your stuff. Yeah? No, they definitely will if they like good stuff. Well, no, they like you, so. I'm one of the greatest. You're one of the greatest. You'll of miss time. me when I'm gone. You're not going anywhere. I'm leaving. No. Open the window. <laughs> ah! Um, just you know, follow me on Twitter. That's you can, of course, that's where you can find all my stuff if you're interested. And your uh, tranny character and your Maurice, Mr. Panos. Yeah, you can go check those out as well if you want to see some of that. And uh, that's it. That sounds great. Follow me on Twitter, Giannis Pappas. That's all. All one word, Giannis Pappas. I I'm a good person. Yeah, I'm the one slowing down your podcast right now. You just put down the mic and logging on your computer so you can do more scrolling no, with your day. What are you doing? We're recording. Yeah, I know, but they, they can cut this. Oh, okay. Um, let's see if we can do it this way. Look how organized you are. Different colors, too. Oh, uh, Yeah. <coughs> On a uh, November 30th, you can catch me at the parlor on Melrose Avenue. And then on Wednesday, December 2nd, ah, I fucked up again. On November 23rd, November 23rd, I'll be at the parlor on Melrose Avenue. And then on Wednesday, the 25th, I'll be at Tiffany's on Vine, which is at Hollywood Boulevard in Vine, and then over to uh, Loaded some cocktails Ooh. and then uh, i'll be doing american thanksgiving what are you doing for thanksgiving Ooh, hanging out with my family so turkey and stuff yeah turkey I, I love thanksgiving dinner it's delicious I, I hate it i'm not a big fan of turkey no no turkey's great uh, it's too dry buddy i don't like it you can get it so it's not so dry you need a little yeah gravy on it yeah, you you put a bit of that sauce. I love Christmas. I'm not a Thanksgiving guy. What do you do on Christmas? Family. Yeah, I know, but it's but I turkey. But I like the spirit. I like the songs. I like the decorations. Ugh. I like the season. That queer that sits on the top of the fucking Christmas tree. Santa, love that. Fuck that guy. I love you like you don't like Christmas, huh? No. No. It's gross. Yeah. I had my Christmas. What was it? October thirtieth. What's that? Devil's night. 
<laughs> now what does the devil do? How does he what how does he help you? He gives you strength. <sighs> it's my inner voice. Oh god. It's all ridiculous. You're dickless. So you're just as religious as everybody. You just worship the what I- what is it? Just worshiping Satan means you worship yourself. You're just a selfish piece of garbage. I'm a selfish piece of garbage uh, with a bit of a heart. Oh. Satan appreciates that. But what is Satan? Is he bad? What is he? There's no he. So who's the goat? I don't know. Explain. Stop trying to keep it secret. I can go fucking Google this shit. It's it's a hermaphrodite. Satan is a hermaphrodite. Satan is a hermaphrodite. And he puts a goat's head on, and what does he do? Who does he sacrifice? Anybody who gets in his way. Yeah. And so he's trying to tear through the world. I would... (laughs) I could chop someone's head off with a sword. It's all garbage. I'm here to tell you it's all garbage. It's just as much garbage as religion. It's all garbage. It's all garbage. Nobody knows what's going on. This whole planet is garbage. Yeah. And I'm here to fix it. We are just cockroaches on this puppy. Fleas on a donkey stick. There's no devil. I never said there was. You did. Well, you're a Satan worshiper. Thanks for being on the show. <laughs> 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 there is no God. <laughs> <laughs>